Well, Sinead O'Connor was a very complicated person, but her contribution to the world of pop music and music in general, she described herself as a punk, uh, it can't be denied. And it is so tragic that she's gone, but many of us know that her life was tragic as well. She was a tormented soul. She always believed in freedom of speech. She said exactly what she meant. Sometimes she confused other people with the words that she chose to say. I mean, she was critical of Kylie, for example, but she was also quite prophetic when she ripped up the picture of the Pope and calling out child abuse well before it had been acknowledged by the church itself. She was a beautiful person Anyone who was close to her spoke fondly of how generous of spirit she was and what a deep, thinking, intelligent, smart, creative, artistic person she was. Let's hear from the fans that loved her the most. Lusnak from Canada. Art is a way of life, and Sinead was a living proof of that. She was in front of the camera what a lot of us are behind closed doors, and she was judged for that, as all public figures are. But I believe she helped so many people just by being true to herself, true to her emotions, her feelings. In very trying moments of my life, I listened to her music not to cry, although I did, but to try to decipher her words, to understand her, and by understanding her, hoping to understand myself. Giacometti once said, more I sculpt over and over again my brother Diego, more I see all humanity through him. I think the contrary is also true. More, in my case, more I draw and I listen and I understand different artists, different creators, more I understand myself. Her story will continue to inspire everyone who comes across it and everyone who comes face to face with her. I believe she is an eternal lantern. Rest in peace, darling. Thank you so much for such a beautiful description. And Gareth, from Australia. Nothing compares to the female singers of the 80s and early 90s. The biggest female hits of 1990 belonged to Sinead O'Connor and Madonna. They're very different in their approaches. Their songs dealt with childhood trauma, Catholic upbringings, and both risked their careers on social issues. Contrast them to the biggest females today, Taylor Swift and Beyonce whose parents moulded their respective careers and who were very calculated and careful in how they choose to speak out. Maybe it's the range of music formats back then, but a diverse range of female artists broke through, often with just one hit song. But Sinead was no one hit wonder. She enjoyed solid commercial success before and after Nothing Appears to You and the brilliant album, I Don't Want What I Haven't Got. I encourage you to explore Sinead's 10 studio albums. In death, she's been called a punk, but I think her brilliance was that she routinely dipped her toe in the pop world. 
One great video doing the rounds is her singing a Eurythmics cover supported by Dave Stewart, Kylie Minogue and Natalie Imbruglia. Not being bound by a band, her work covers a mix of styles as seen as on her collaborations album. She has plenty of fun uplifting songs too. Check out her final studio album, I'm Not Bossy, I'm The Boss. In many songs, she's playing a version of herself or a character. Her characters are easy to spot. They're often wearing a wig in any accompanying music video. Her honesty in videos is worth revisiting on YouTube. She's articulate even in the final years of her life, struggling with mental illness. If you don't have time to read Ramberings, her autobiography, check out snippets of her Dr. Phil interviews where she talks about her, the horrific childhood abuse that she endured. Fire on Babylon, the single from Universal Mother, her most personal album, has a music video directed by acclaimed director Michael Gondry. It's riveting but very unsettling. George Michael told her that he loved the album but could only listen to it once for this reason. Sinead would eventually become a Muslim, but the bulk of her career has the imprint of her Irish Catholic upbringing. She did a whole album of Christian songs inspired by the Old Testament, as well as an album of traditional Irish folk songs. She is rightly being hailed as prophetic for calling out child abuse and child sexual abuse of the Catholic Church almost a decade before Pope John II acknowledged it. The punk, Sinead O'Connor, who took on our religion, is worth a listen. Well, we discussed Nothing Compares to You, the brilliant song in our 1990 podcast. Go and look that one up. But for now, most of us are just relieved that such a tormented soul is at rest. And we thank her for her music. Even Sinead herself acknowledged that she struggled with mental health issues. Perhaps these recollections from the beautiful lady herself, puts things into context. There's a reason for everything I do, and this has to do with your mother. Will you do an experiment with me? Is it gonna make me cry? I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm looking for the exit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to run. The first thing I want you to do with your eyes closed is I want you to picture your mother's face. And when I say picture your mother, I mean I want you to see her face, negative or positive, doesn't matter, see her eyes, see her skin, the way her hair fell over her forehead. I want you to experience the scent that identified your mother, the sound of her footfall when you hear her walking, the tilt of her head, everything that defined your mother. Now, I, I want you to answer this question what i resent about my mother <laughs> she kicked out of me mm -hmm. go on she yeah. won't change her clothes she won't wash same for us five years living in the same clothes no washing she won't heat the house she won't get lights she won't get out of bed she won't stop taking drugs she never tells me i'm pretty she never tells me i'm sweet she makes my little brother scream she smells sick. There was a smell about her that was sickness, smell of evil, you know. How did she hurt you? How did she hurt you inside? Kicking me, kicking me, and kicking me, and kicking me, and kicking me. 
and tell me I'm evil and tell me I shouldn't have been born and, and the reason my father left is my fault. All right, change of question. What I wanted from my mother, I did not get. Cuddles, love, kisses, sweet names, snuggles, sleep in the bed with her, sweet presents. Tell me what I miss about my mother. I hate not being able to love her. I hate not being able to have taken care of her, maybe given her some love back, help her, help her. Nobody helped her. I miss that I cannot put my arms around her and tell her I love her and that she's all right and actually, you know, mother her. I wanted to mother her. I would have taken care of her even if she was an absolute monster. Without even thinking, what do you love about your mother? The first thing that came to my mind actually is that she's dead, which is a very strange thing to come to mind, but I love about my mother that she's dead. I think it was very kind of her. Although I miss her horribly, I really ache for her. And I think that's part of where my suicidal instinct comes from, is that I want my mother. But I cannot wait until the day that I naturally get to heaven so that I can see my mother again. Okay, do this for me. Close your eyes one more time. If you sat before your mother right now and you had one minute left in this world, what would you say to your mother? I'd throw myself on her like a monkey and I'd never let go. I'd say, I love you, I love you, I missed you so bad, I missed you so bad. My life has been terrible, 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 terrible. I miss her so bad. I can't wait to see her again. I tell her I love her. I am stretched on your grave.